This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1849, Chusuk and English idioms for going back home. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Do you go back home for the holidays? If you're in South Korea, you might be heading home for Chuseok. Wherever you may be going, today you'll learn three English idioms you can use to chat about your trip with friends and coworkers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? Hey, Lindsay. I'm great. How are you? Awesome. I'm so excited. Today's episode is on YouTube and we are back at it, back at the podcasting game. What are we talking about today? Oh, this is so fun. I've been reading about this really cool holiday coming up in Korea that I didn't know about. This It's crazy how sometimes you just know about the holidays in your own culture. And don't if you don't travel somewhere, you don't find out about the celebrations in other cultures. So I'm always fascinated to learn about a celebration in another place. I love it. I love it. And today we're kind of we're honing in on one particular country having one celebration. But I know a lot of our listeners are really, you know, have just come off of celebrations. Like I know back in early August, there was Oban, which was a Japanese holiday where many of our listeners, I believe they went back home to visit relatives. Uh, so there's a lot of going back home during some of these holidays. Right, Aubrey? Yes. And that's how this one is. Chuseok in Korea. A lot of people go back home to where they're from, go back mm -hmm. to their roots. This one's coming up very soon. It's on September 10th this year. It's the 15th day of the eighth lunar month. So it's a different day each year this okay. year, it's September 10th. So it's coming up and it's sort of a lot like our Thanksgiving, Ugh. which I know Lindsay and I, we've talked about how this is our favorite month because it's yeah. a lot about the food and the family. It's so fun. Yeah. There's something very special about going back home. You know, your home, if you're lucky enough to be going back to your childhood home, there are smells that you remember, right, that bring you right back. And we do, t you know, another topic for another day could be that sometimes we fall back into those roles, right, as kind of, you know, we have our parents and it can be, you know, 
there can be complications that come out as a result of that. Right. Isn't we start true? acting like a kid again, yeah. maybe, and not being our independent <laughs> adult self. It's true. Isn't that interesting? But maybe that's a great episode for another day. But today, what exactly are our listeners going to get today, Aubrey? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to share three really interesting idioms about going back home. Huh? So this will be really interesting if you guys are having conversations with friends or coworkers about a holiday where you're going to go back home. You can yes. use these idioms to connect and make it a really interesting conversation. Yes, I can't wait. So, so again, we're referring back specifically, you know, want to highlight this special uh, holiday in South Korea. And remind me again what you just said. So about the moon, the the, the position of the moon and the calendar. What is it? You said yes. the, the Yes. So it is. it takes place on the 15th day okay. of the eighth lunar month. Wow. So <laughs> this year it's September 10th, but it's actually a three-day holiday. It's the Love day it. before the 15th day and the day after. Okay. So traffic becomes quite an issue there. I was reading. There'll be like 32 million people heading back home. So I can only imagine the traffic jams they have to deal with, which I face that heading home for Thanksgiving. And I'm yes. sure a lot of our listeners have traffic can be terrible on a holiday weekend. Yeah, you always see on the news here in the US that Friday tends to be the biggest travel day or the Friday after and the Wednesday before the Tuesday night, biggest totally. travel day of the year. You see always see on the news shots of the airports, people sleeping in airports, no matter what year it is or how great the airline environment environment is. Imagine what it's going to be like this year. I don't know. (laughs) I know. It's so true. And the other thing I loved about learning about Chuseok is it's a lot about the food, right? They make these tables for like sort of a family ritual to honor your ancestors called chariye tables. And there's some specific foods. It's different depending where exactly you are, but like this songpyeon, which there are these half moon shaped rice cakes, which look delicious. I need to find a place I can try them. Persimmons, (laughs) hanbok, is worn traditional Korean clothes. It made me really think about Thanksgiving here and how we have these traditional foods we eat. Sometimes we dress up a little nicer for the meal. So I love these commonalities between cultures. Some things are very different, but a lot of it brings us together as, you know, a lot of things we have in common. I love it. And guys, if you're participating in this holiday, if you're from South Korea, let us know. Interact with us right there on social and let us know more about this holiday. All right, Aubrey, what do we need to know next? Yes. Okay, let's dive into these idioms, guys. If you are going to go back home for a holiday and want to be able to chat about that, a really fun one I used earlier in the episode is return to your roots (laughs) or get back to your roots, we'll say, right? Which just means to go back to where you grew up. We use this um, a couple different ways. We use it literally and figuratively, right? So first of all, literally. Mm-hmm. Do you ever say that? Yeah. I'm going to get back to my roots when you're going to yeah. head home for a holiday. I do. I think our listeners are going to be really excited, especially to learn the figurative use of this. I personally use it figuratively a lot more, Aubrey. Probably you do too. But totally. let's show our listeners a couple a couple examples of the literal one. So here's one, guys. Write this one down. I'm excited to return to my roots for the holidays this year. So going back to your hometown where you see all your uncles, aunts, you know, parents, brothers, sisters, you have a big family, Aubrey. (laughs) Yes, I do. Right. There's lots of family. And I will say this, right. This literal use of like, I'm going back home for a holiday. I'm returning to my roots. I'm returning to where I'm from. I might say, I miss my family. I need to get back to my roots, meaning I need to visit them. Yes. So good. So good. I love it. And then let's talk about the figurative use because this one is really good. What does this really mean when we say I need to get back to my roots? 
Yeah, in this case, we're talking about behavior or like morals, the way you were raised. Mm -hmm. So maybe you were raised going to church every week and you stop as an adult and then decide, I need to get back to that. You're missing it. This is uh, an idiom we would use to say, I need to get back to my roots, meaning I need to start up this behavior that I did as a child when I was growing up that I have stopped. Yeah, I mean, as adults, we get introduced to all these other ways of life, lifestyles, maybe an urban lifestyle versus rural. And sometimes we forget things. We forget where we come from. So I feel like maybe our listeners have felt this before. Right, Aubrey? Definitely, right? Maybe you don't know your neighbors. But when you were a kid, when you were growing up, you did. You you chatted with your neighbors a lot. You might say this, I need to get back to my roots and meet my neighbors. Yes, I love it. So good. So good. Um, All right. So let's go into the next one. Shall we do it? Yeah, this is a really fun idiom to have mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of more of an expression because you can kind of figure out from the words what that means to have mixed feelings. Yes. is conflicting feelings, right? Yes. There are yes. things you love about it and things you really don't like about it. And this happens for a lot of us when we're getting back to our roots, when we're going back home for a holiday, you might have mixed feelings about the trip. Oh my gosh. I love this because life is nuanced. Feelings are always nuanced, right? They're never 100% great. You know, going past my high school, I have mixed feelings because maybe I didn't like some of my teachers, but I loved my friends, right? That kind of thing. Exactly, right? I have mixed feelings about my hometown. There are things about it that are not ideal. Sometimes I'll have conversations with people where we really disagree politically or about religion. So I sometimes dread going back home and having those conversations. But I also love getting back home, seeing my family, the wide open spaces. So I definitely have mixed feelings. And I'm sure our listeners have felt this. Oh, and we know when we go back home, we go back to one of these holidays, whether for us it's Thanksgiving or for this holiday, we're talking about politics always comes up, right? (laughs) Yes, this does, right? And it can be very divisive because the average room in your hometown, not everyone will agree with you. Lots of people will have different political leanings. So this is an interesting word divisive. That means it tends to cause disagreements or contentions. Do uh, divisive topics come up when you're back home, Lindsay? Uh, I think for the, I think in my family, I'm a little lucky or maybe unlucky because maybe disagreement is good, but I think I'm somewhat lucky. Most of my family, they have a similar political perspective, um, with some nuances, right? When it comes to the primaries, we don't usually choose the same person, but when it comes to the general election, we mm. choose the same person. So, um, I don't have that as much, but it sounds I like would you say do. That's lucky. I don't think the disagreement, <laughs> it depends on the person. Some people don't mind a yeah. good argument, a debate, some right. contention. I don't love it. <laughs> and so for me, that yeah. would be really lucky, but there's always there are a lot of strategies. You can yeah. just have the conversation where you recognize like, let's agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to come up. We don't want to ruin a holiday because everyone's fighting. Oh my gosh. No, you have to find ways to make this work and maintain your relationship, right? Because ooh, it is, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous to wade into that territory. That is yeah. a great word though, devices divisive. I'm sure that'll be in the app, right, Aubrey? Definitely. That'll be a key word in the app. Love it. Yes, guys, if you don't have the app, be sure to get it. There's great high-level vocab and it's so fast to just add it to your vocabulary list. You can also follow along on the transcripts. Yes. So you can get it at allearsenglish.com slash app. A-P-P. All right. Good. We have one more good one. And then we're going to show you guys how to use these in a role play real quick. What is this last one, Aubrey? 
Yes, it's you can't go home again, which means if you return to someplace you visited in the past, it won't be the same. Mm -hmm. So it's very idiomatic because it's not always going home, right? If I went back to Paris, I haven't been for 20 years. It's going to be different than I remember for sure. And I might get there and say, oh, you can't go home again. Means anywhere you visit is going to be different. Okay, so you mean even if you didn't live there, maybe you had an experience that felt like home when you were there is kind of what you're saying with this, right? Exactly, right? It's an interesting expression and it's been used a lot in media. It's a title of a novel, a song, TV show episodes have been named this. And often we do use it a little more literally. Like if you go home to where you grew up, it's going to be very different. You're not going to feel that same, like I fit in here perfectly. It feels a little different, but we can use this for anywhere we've been, like you said, whether we've lived there or not to say it's going to be a different experience every time you go. Yeah, this is one of those great phrases that you said, Aubrey, is used as titles, chapter titles, all sorts of things all over the media. So again, remember it. And now you'll understand when you see it all over TV shows, music, movies, all that good stuff. Yes, exactly. And you can use it yourself, right? Whenever Mm -hmm. you're having that experience, you're like, oh, this is going to be a different experience. It's uh, things change, right? People change. You can just say you can't go home again. Yeah, so good. So good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Aubrey, so now should we show our listeners how it's done, how they can use these right in a role play? What do you think? Yes, let's do it. In this role play, you and I are discussing our holiday plans. All right, here we go. I'm ready. I'll start us out. Are you headed home for Thanksgiving? Yes, I love getting back to my roots whenever I can. Sometimes I have mixed feelings. I always know there might be some divisive conversations. Oh, I hear you. And it can be sad when you see your hometown isn't always how you remember. You can't go home again. (laughs) Nice. Exactly. Right. We crammed them all into that conversation. I first want to point out just headed home, this expression instead of, are you going home for Thanksgiving? This is very native and natural to say, I'm heading home. Are you headed home? Right. Perfect. So for our listeners who are in South Korea right now, if you're talking to a native speaker, or maybe you want to share that you are headed home or heading home, that would be so natural and native for you to say it that way. Okay. So try to do that. So good. Awesome. And then Lindsay, you used getting back. I love getting back to my roots whenever I can, Mm -hmm. which means, yeah, in this case, it's that literal sense of I like going home and visiting whenever I have a chance. Yes. And then you said sometimes I have mixed feelings, right? Very common. Such a useful phrase, guys. Mixed feelings. Because again, we're adults. Like our feelings are not simple, right? They never are. Yes, exactly. And I'm just sharing that. This is a an interesting thing to share in a conversation to get to that deeper level, to yes. admit like sometimes some things about going home are difficult. I have mixed feelings. It's not always all rosy and perfect. Yeah. Aubrey, has your hometown stayed pretty much the same? Like when you go back, I mean, things change at home, but what about your town? Has it 
Like economically, is it still the same as it was or has it changed? It's booming a little bit. There are a oh. lot of people moving from California to Idaho where I grew yes. up because mm. it is getting more expensive to live in Idaho, but it's more rural, a lot of open land. So it is still a lot less expensive to live on a couple of acres and have a big garden and some yeah. land yes. in Idaho, in the Midwest where it's more open than in a lot of places in the country. So there are a lot of people moving there. It's getting more crowded. But for the most part, it's still a kind of a slower way of life, a little mm -hmm. quieter. So it is kind of a lot like how I grew up. Yeah, Boise is kind of hot right now. So I would imagine that, you know, it would expand out into the countryside beyond just Boise. And it's true. People are leaving California. Right. That's what's happening right now in the States. Just due to a, a number of factors. I could list 10 reasons and they're all combined. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're able to sell their house and make a fortune and buy quite a bit of land if they're wanting more of a different lifestyle, a slower paced lifestyle. So Interesting. it is yeah. crazy how places change and how some things always stay the same. Absolutely. I love it. And then what I think there was one final one that I used in this role play, Aubrey. What was yes, it? Yes, right at the end, you said, you can't go home again, which is funny, right? Of course, obviously, you can go home again. There's nothing keeping you from going there, but it's very idiomatic yeah. to say it's going to be different. It's going to be different when you go home. Yeah. And guys, just notice the rhythm that Aubrey used when she said that. There's almost a nostalgia to her tone of voice, right? So when we're saying a phrase that reminds us of music, movies, stories in our past, we're going to say it in a little bit of a nostalgic way. Do you know what I mean? Yes, for sure. Right. That wistful, you can't go home again. Like you're yeah, kind of sad. Wistful. Sort of sad about That's it. the word. That's a fantastic <laughs> word. Bonus for today, guys. We're getting some great vocabulary today for our high level listeners. Wistful. What does it mean? One more time. Yeah. The nostalgic, like you said, that feeling of nostalgia and a little bit of sadness that you yeah. wish things were the way they used to be. Exactly. And there's kind of like a wispiness in the voice, even like it almost yes. sing songy, right? Very native and natural. What should we leave our listeners with for a takeaway? Yes, it's so fun, guys, to learn about holidays in other cultures. You can learn so much about this on YouTube and podcasts. It was so fun to learn about Chusak. And you know what? I'm excited for everyone on September 10th in South Korea to be able to celebrate that. Just like I look forward to Thanksgiving. I know it's so fun. And now you guys have idioms that you can use to chat about going back home for the holidays with coworkers and friends. Yes, I love it. So guys, enjoy the holiday. If you are in South Korea, if not, use this the next time you go home. Right? I'm sure that will be at some point in the year. You know, now that we are becoming a little bit more free, we're getting past the health crisis. We can finally start to go home. I love it. So good, Aubrey. Great stuff. So fun. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. This was a really fun episode. Yeah, I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. 
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.